On this week's Monday to Monday, we speak with Mix by Ali. We talk about him working on Nipsey Hustle and Jay-Z's What It Feels Like record. We talk about him engineering in general and what he finds to be so fascinating about the craft. We talk about his daughter's um, entrepreneurial work. She has a consignment boutique. And finally, we talk about his new company, Engineers. Tune in, tune in, tune in. This is an amazing episode. Shout out to everyone who put it together. Mixed by Ali is someone you need to know if you don't already. Tune in. I hope you enjoy the episode. Let's go. This is 1.37 p.m. Stories of hustle and grind from the intersection of culture, style, music, and sports. So where are you at right now, man? I'm currently at the Bishop's headquarters, uh, Van Nuys, California. Um, yeah, Bishop's is a, is a company that I'm a part of that uh, that basically services creatives with brands, you know, helps brand development, work on merch, things like that. One of my business partners, Daniel Maynard, is uh, the founder of it. We've been working on projects and, you know, getting merch like Smino and um, Smino TDE's last couple drops, um, you know, buys from Dreamville. Masego, a a few dope projects that we're working on. Okay, yeah, those, those guys are great. So you're 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 tapped in with my guys over at EQT then. Yeah, Henny's a, a real great friend of mine. Yeah, Henny. Henny. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, you're busy, man. Um, and we're gonna get into the entrepreneurial stuff, the business stuff, but I wanted to first talk about you know you working on what it feels like the track from Nipsey and Jay Z. Right. Like, what was that process like for you to work on such like an important track right now? Um, just, it's just a full circle moment for me. Uh, obviously, you know, me doing the work on Victory Lap and just even before that, the relationship me and Nipsey had, um, just organically outside the music. Um, you know, it, it just felt good. It felt good to hear his voice. It felt good to be able to, you know, add to his legacy, um, and just continue it, you know? Um, obviously the record was, it's an incredible record. Jay killed it, Nip killed it. Um, the whole soundtrack in general, shout out to Archie Davis, who, uh, who put together the soundtrack with Dash. But, um, you know, it, it just it just personally, it was it was a moment for me. You know, the fact that, you know, the un, untimely circumstances that Nip had to go through, um, it, it felt good to kind of just 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 live in that sonic moment for a little bit and uh, and be able to give this art to the world. Yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, you're I mean, everything you said, you know, that's such a such a good track. Like it's it's just such a great track for so many reasons. And I've actually had the pleasure of being in the studio with you while while you did your thing on the mixing. Right. Know when Gary V was working on his song, if you remember mm-hmm. that song that we were 100%. playing, that was the first time I met Gary too. It was a vibe. Yeah, I think T Grizzly was on it. Uh, it's a feels crazy. Yeah, T Grizzly, Tierra Whack, and Gunna. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, that song was crazy. Um, one day they'll hear it. Yeah, one day. <laughs> hey Gary, I need my shoes too, man. I know you're watching. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask you, man, like. Talk to us about the art of engineering and like what excites you about the process because like you were just saying that song that you just did the what it feels like you know is special but I know I know you're working on special songs all the time and maybe not as special as that one but you're always like you know it's like you hear a really great album or something then you look at the credits and you're popping up there all the time so like what excites you about the process of just engineering in general um, first of all it's just a blessing to you know to to be able to have that type of you know reaction. Um, 
you know, I've always been one of the people that, you know, have, you know, severe ADHD, you know, didn't know how to stay still, you know, so I was a kid that always broke things and try to figure out how to, how it was put together just so I can, you know, understand just the mechanism and, and just how it works. Um, so as, you know, as I, as I grew, obviously, and, and I started recording people, um, I, I just fell in love with the fact that I could do that with music, you know, something that was, was never there before is recorded through a microphone. Um, and then it's timeless at that point, you know, it lives forever. And the fact that, you know, I can add my own two cents with my own style with, you know, quirky sounds or different plugins or different effects, or just, just sonically, just how I envision a song, able to add that two cents to it. Um, it, it gives me that same feeling, you know, I can, I can, I can, I can break something completely apart and put it back together and it ends up being something huge for the world to enjoy. You know, that feeling, that feeling of engineering, um, it's, it's, it's invaluable to me. It's, it's, it's religious, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's one thing that is able to to manage my ADHD and sit me down for 10 hours at a time. You know, that should speak volumes in itself. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, man, you found something that sounds like you've been looking for your whole life, you know? I mean, most definitely. I mean, that's, that's what everyone's goal is. Everyone's mission is life is to find out, you know, what they're good at and kind of, um, you know, really just cultivate that and, you know, create those moments. But, you know, one thing about engineering that, you know, that I love so much is, you know, the fact that I can add my two cents to it. You know, there's always the thing about the producer and the artist only. And the engineer is always the ones behind the scenes that are not getting that credit. You know, it's great to feel like through my work, you know, I get to walk into a room and I'm respected off my work only. Uh, my work, not just, you know, on Instagram talking shit or anything crazy. You know, it's that that feels good in a time where, you know, music is the quality of music is, you know, it's, it's kind of on that wire, you know. You know, kind of, it, it, it makes me feel like the longevity of music, it feels good because people are understanding the amount of work that goes into it from an engineer like myself who spends the time putting things together. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, and like I mentioned, I was actually in the room with you and I noticed you're actually using a lot of the tools that are in the room. You know what I right. mean? Like, like sometimes you go in the studio with some people and people make a whole song, but they don't use the tools that are on the wall or like... Right. The board and like you actually are that are there tweaking the knobs and doing everything like <laughs> it's in the fucking room why not have fun with it right you know it's not it was so impressed. Like I said, it's, it's therapeutic you know when i'm in a big ass studio i got all this beautiful gear behind me and the fact that you know it's like high school right you know all the answers are in the book you know if you, you can be a fucking scholar of a student if you just open a book and read it same situation i'm in these studios all of the fucking gear that i need to succeed are behind me so why not get to it you know why not uh, you know include that into my workflow you know that has been one of the one of the one of the major things why my sound is what it is is i'm able to understand the analog the analog sound that these you know ye these old pieces of equipment can offer you know some things you know like an old you got to realize on a, on an old ss head on an old ssl board you know all of those all of those channels are electricity you know all this sound is going is moving through electricity that instantly is going to sound better than just, you know, just mixing a song strictly in the computer where it's all digital, you know? So, you know, just, you know, that's, that's part of my process is the fact that I've access to all of, you know, dope equipment, dope SSL board. And, and, and I love to take my time and, and use them all, you know? Well, I got to ask you, what's your favorite, what's your favorite piece of equipment, man? Man, I can't, I can't go. If, if I could put an SSL board on my, on my back, I would, uh, I definitely would. Um, those boards, you know, they're, they're just timeless tools, you know, they, they, they sound like nothing else. I um, mean, it just feels good. You know, like you said, you were in the studio with me when we were working on the Gary V record and, you know, just being able to turn the knobs and feel the energy of the songs and feel the frequencies that I'm adjusting uh, and stuff like that, that, you know, it, 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 it makes me feel one with the song. I'm literally in there touching the crevices and, you know, getting in the, in, in, in the trenches with the, with the sonics of the song. You know, I think mainly that's what I really love about it. The fact that I can enter the song and I can kind of, you know, move around. You're 
you're you're one of a kind, man. It, it was it was, it was my <laughs> I appreciate pleasure. that. You're making me blush. <laughs> it was crazy, and you know what? Talking about you, just in general and outside of music, I know you have a daughter, and she has a, her own like kids consignment boutique. Like, talk to us right. about the importance of uh, instilling business ideas and like work ethic with like young children, you know, or at least right, in your right. family. Um, I, it just goes back to just being me as a kid, you know, as a kid before, you know, I was, I was, you know, making ringtones uh, for people to, you know, put on their phones before I did all of that shit that got me started in engineering. You know, I had business, I, I had the, I had the local mail route, you know, I, I would cut all my neighbor's grass, you know, I, I was always interested in business. I was always just infatuated with making money, you know, and, you know, I, I realized I am the way I am today because of that. You know, I had, you know, some guidance in the sense of watching my uncles and watching homies from the streets do what they do and make money. So I realized, you know, I need to instill that into my own daughter. You know, if, 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 if I can, you know, show her financial freedom and show her how to work for herself and be her own boss, you know, she won't be dependent on nobody, not even me when she gets older. You know, those things are, are reasons why I'm in the position I am to be able to give back to my family and give back to my peers and give back to people that are once like me, diamonds in the rough. You know, I feel like a lot of information that I have now was never accessible when I was, you know, younger coming where I come from. So now that I have this platform, now that I have access, now that I have everything that I wish I had coming up, I'm going to give it back down to every generation that comes after me. And how she how how's your daughter feel about it? She excited to be to be learning? She's three years old. So, I mean, she's 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 excited to do some work. Uh, her mother, you know, her mother is the really one that's um, that, that that's that's that's, you know, handling the day to day. Uh, with my daughter learning, you know, by her side. But, you know, of course she's excited. You know, why wouldn't she be? You know, in a day where, you know, you can really do anything. You know, if you just put the time in, you could do and be anything. So, you know, if I could just spark that fire up under her early, you know, shit, she might be the next president. You never know. So I want to, you know, just empower her in every which way that I can to be, you know, the queen that she is and uh, and support support my family. Uh, and, and like I said, in any which way that I can. Again, it's the, the the company is Aria's Clubhouse. Uh, it's a kids consignment shop. Uh, you know, it's a Bishop's company again. Um, but that company is basically to help mothers and mothers and family in the time of COVID, to where you know they might not be having jobs, but they're laying around kids' clothes all day long. You know, kids grow out of the clothes so fast. You know, they're just sitting on all these clothes. You know, hey, just come bring it in. You can make some money off of it. You can survive a little bit longer. You know, just giving back opportunities in every which way we can and recycling them. Yeah, and there's a whole Instagram and everything, right? Yeah, Aria's Clubhouse. Yeah, super excited, man. It's uh, it's something dope. It's something fun uh, to 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 do with the family. You know, I'm so busy most of the time in the studios and trying to knock everything out. So this this gives me and my family another bonding moment on top of everything else that we do. That's cool, man. Well, I wish I wish your daughter much success. It sounds like you know you're starting her off right. So who knows how far she's gonna take this? You know, you know? what I'm saying? She might. She she's she, 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 she. It's not that she might. She will. You know, from the time being, she's gonna take over the world. Yeah, we're all gonna be working for her. <laughs> Shit, she's already my boss. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're you, you mentioned you're at the bishop's headquarters, and like I want to talk to you about like your entrepreneurship and your business, and like outside of you know the million things you're doing, and it sounds like you're just always busy. And you mentioned earlier you you have a couple you know Starbucks a day or whatever it might be. <laughs> but uh, talk to us about engineers, man. Like, just tell us like why you started the company and like what it means to you and like where you're going this year. Right, right. I mean, the whole backstory for engineers, again, it's, a, it's, just, it's that diamond in the rough type of mind state. You know, I always, you know, coming in the game as an engineer, nobody really wanted to give me that that lend, that hand. You know, I had to fight and work for everything that I had. And I realized, you know, that that that's not, you know, that's not really that cool. You know, it's there's too many people always pushing everybody away and hoarding information. 
So I always promise myself that, hey, when I get to that point, I want to be able to give that back again to those diamonds in the rough. So, you know, I felt like a couple of years ago, I was at a point in my career to where I've, you know, I've learned a lot. I've, I've, I've got the, 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 the awards and, you know, the, the respect from the industry. And I think now was the perfect time to build that community. So it started with just a simple Instagram, you know, engine ears. And then from there, we were posting just uh, information and tips on how to, you know, how to make an 808 bass sound louder, how to make a kick drum smack harder, how to get a vocal to sound like this. So through that, the community started building faster and faster and faster. Before we knew it, we had thousands of followers. So from that, I'm saying, how do we grow this? You know, obviously, there's a lot of people that are like me that want information. They want to grow. They want to get better at their craft. So what we did is say, hey, let's take it one step further and make create something more tangible. So my business partner, Dan, and I would say, hey, let's do a workshop. So from the community, we, we ended up doing a live workshop in Los Angeles to where we invited everybody on our community. We said we, we charged, you know, uh, we charged tickets, uh, we charged for tickets. And basically it was, a, it was a six hour course where the first half was me, it was story time. It was me telling my story, walking them through how I got to where I am, you know, making them all understand that I'm no different from them. You know, I just put that time in. And the second half of the workshop is I deconstructed, uh, you know, one of my biggest mixes. And I walked them through my technique, my workflow, my mindset on how I, you know, got that record and put it together. But also from that, you know, I, we were having just 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 organic conversations with the attendees and just asking them, hey, what are what are some issues that you guys are dealing with as a creative? And they ended up, you know, giving us all, you know, insight on what they were dealing with. Fast forward, we posted a lot of our recap videos to our socials and through our community. You know, we have people from all around the world. They're they're saying, hey, come here, come here. I want, I want to come to a workshop in, in China. I want to come to a workshop in Japan, all through Europe. So, you know, I'm talking to Dan, my partner. I'm like, yeah, let's just, let's just, let's just do it. Let's go. Let's do the first ever engineering workshop tour. So we launched that in uh, January of 2019. We hit uh, five countries. Uh, we hit five countries. Uh, uh, we hit all through the States, all through Canada. We hit Japan, South Korea, and Europe. Um, and then through that, again, we were posting our recap videos. But again, the, the most important thing from the workshops is we asked our attendees, what are you guys dealing with? What are the issues as independent creators that you're dealing with in today's time? So we got back home and we started looking through all this information that we we're getting from our youth, from all the people that came to the workshops. And we realized, hey, they're all dealing with the same thing, whether it's, you know, getting more clientele, whether it's uh, payment transactions, whether it's getting your credits, whether it's file transfer. So we said, hey, let's build a platform. You know, we have the tools, we have the network, we have the insight from these people in real time that are dealing with these issues today and not even counting the fact that I'm still a relevant engineer. And I'm still dealing with half the shit they're dealing with. So I'm like, yo, let's fix this antiquated business model and let's create something new and disruptive. So we came and we created engineers. Uh, we've been live about five weeks as of now before we started unraveling the layers. Engineers provides uh, independent creators with the business solutions, uh, with tools to sustain their business. Um, and we've been live for about five weeks. We've been doing great. We have over 1,700, uh, 1700 users that are signed up. Uh, we've taken over $35,000 between those users. And at this stage, we're again, we're at the learning stage. We want to understand what we have. We want to understand uh, what the users want on both parties in the marketplace, and we want to grow it from there. So it's been a long ride. It's been a um, it's been a fun ride. Just understanding, you know, just how everything works and how everybody is thinking. And it's even been even more, you know, even a better feeling just knowing that we can create something to, you know, we can give them a solution to their problem. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that. That just sounds like you're 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 like fixing the problem that so many people are suffering with, but you got put in the position to help fix it, you know, and you're taking advantage of that position, right? 
I mean, there's a lot of people that get put in position, but they just do nothing with it. You know, it's all about legacy. You know, I want to build a legacy that my family can be proud of. I want to build a legacy that somebody that was once like me can look at and say, I want to be just like that even better. You know, just being just being the best role model that I can through action, not through words. I love it, man. Well, thanks again for your time. Obviously, you're busy. You're doing so many great things. Um, we feel you know, before we go, I'm curious, who are some of your favorite engineers? Man, some of my favorite engineers, man, we got Neil Pogue. Um, Dr. Dre, obviously, is the king at the shit. Um, you know, uh, Fabian, shout out to my brother Fabian. Uh, there's, there's there's a lot of talented guys, you know, with so many different genres of music around the world. There's there's talented guys all over the place just killing it, you know. And yeah. for the ones that, you know, that you don't know of, you know, go to engineers.com and you know, we have a whole plethora of engineers you can choose from. Hell yeah. No, I know I put you on the spot right there because there's, there's definitely too many people to even name. But. <laughs> Without a doubt. Without a doubt, but there's so many talented people, so everybody everybody deserves their looks, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. All right, cool, man. Well, that's the interview. Facts, facts. Man, all right, brother. Have a good day. All right, you too. Both of you. This is 1.37 p.m. Own your future. Start this minute. 1.37 p.m. is a Gallery Media Group original production.